everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. I'm Bruce Johnson, joined, of course, by my brother, Jacob Johnson. Welcome. And salutations as well today. <laughs> that was, I don't know where that came from. Today is Discussion Topic Friday. It worked. And it, it did work. It did work. It's and we're going to lean heavily into what this segment this particular episode segment our friday episodes were always meant to be a discussion loosely a loose episode right loosely structured really just uh that's why we dress like casual friday we've both casual got our friday. trd yep. show shirts uh, uh you can't see bruce's yep special edition well. <laughs> t-shirts yeah i know it's the go there for t-shirt which you can by the way buy and purchase on yeah on our show website trdshow.net so check that out it's special um, edition, not limited edition. Right, it's not limited. We're gonna make it limited edition. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we're planning. Maybe to get to more sales. That. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna take. Um, so we today are leaning heavily into what this segment was originally supposed to be, which is a discussion topic. So it's very loose, a little unstructured. We're gonna lean into that today. So buckle up, prepare for a uh, the a genuine Johnson discussion. That's what that's what this is um and uh, of, our, of, our, of the topic yeah. episode. uh that's trademarked so you can't use that now <laughs> i wish it were it's not um and just like that one of our best ideas is going to get stolen from us always and does it was <laughs> always does we've already lost millions i mean <laughs> oh that's funny um but before we get into all of that and before we do what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week, we, even before that, okay, this is this is the new one in TRD show history. We have been announcing something all week. We sucked you out. We were all hyping you up on Monday about like, hey, guess what's coming out on Wednesday? And then Wednesday came along. We were like, ha, 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 jokes on us, I guess. I don't know. Um, Friday. Friday's when we're going to do it. So today's the day that this announcement goes live. All right. And we get another yeah. twist. We're going to talk about it on Monday. It's Monday, everybody. No. <laughs> so again, if you are a podcast listener, um, you poor soul, you keep listening. You're going to be confused for the next, I don't know, minute and 10 seconds. Um, but uh, if you're watching us on Rumble, there you go. This is buckle up. So all From podcast the studios, listeners out there. Yes. All podcast listeners this. out there. Watch this. This is good. Yes. Like This is yes. this is really good. From the do, studios. Do want to give a shout out to who? who who did I it? was just about to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is like you've interrupted me in my pronunciation or pronouncement <laughs> of the three times, Jake. Sheesh. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? From the studios what? of <laughs> there it is. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> From the studios of our video editor, he's been editing a lot of stuff for us over the past, I don't know, two, three months. And he is ramping up the amount of content he's doing for us. He's doing promos. So if you're following us on social media, you've seen all those promos. Wonderful job. He's been editing a lot of our Friday episodes. He is just tremendous. And ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Here we go.
yeah. that is uh, very exciting. And uh, what you just watched is a promo for the soon, shortly to be released website. Brand new website features we have been hyping up for so long now. We are this close to launching these features and we couldn't be more excited. Coming very, very shortly, you will no longer have to go to Gab TV, Rumble, can't even go to YouTube anymore because we're not posting videos there anymore. You won't have to go anywhere but to our platform, our very own platform, trdshow.net. Within a few weeks' time, the features you just saw live in that promo will be live on the website, and I couldn't be more excited. Hopefully, you're all hyped up for that. It's coming very shortly. If you're excited about that, Go to trdshow.net, scroll to the bottom of the homepage, send us a message, let us know you are hyped and you can't wait. Also send us an email, trdshow at protonmail.com with your exciting comments about what uh, feature you just saw that you're most excited about. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. You're going to be able to search through all of our content super easily, find everything you're looking for on tons of topics. I mean, the past year and a half, Jake, I, I mean, how many topics have we... I don't think we could even put a number on the amount of topics we've discussed. It's kind of crazy. We've well, read the thing is we've we've um certainly switched our formatting that from the beginning of the show. I mean, if you look at the very first episode that we ever did compared to this episode here uh, or our most recent whatever it is, um it is so completely different in our formatting in the way that we do stuff. But so we didn't really have discussion topics at the beginning, but now we have. When did we start doing that? That was that was a good yeah. while ago. Well, and what's cool, I mean, our show is unique in a lot of ways. We don't need discussion topic Fridays to discuss things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we use them, true. but we talk about topics in every episode. And so if you look for homeschooling, you're going to find current events episode, literature episodes, and discussion topic episodes where we discuss homeschooling. You look up biblical structure of civil government, you're going to find that in all three categories. So it's not just limited to discussion topic Fridays. So that's what's so cool about the new website features is that you're going to be able to find things on episodes that you maybe didn't even know about, that we talked about the structure, a biblical structure of the military in a current events episode that um, maybe wasn't obvious from the title, but we've tagged it and it'll come up in our system. So it'll help you find just so many topics we've discussed over the past year and a half. And moving forward, it's going to be your one-stop shop for all things Reform Dissenters related. So we couldn't be more excited for that. All right. And with all that said, let's get into today's episode. Nope. Our discussion. Yeah, I'm going to start right. with the verse in a minute. I'm going to, don't worry. I'm fine. I'm, I'll I'm remember bad. things. I again. Thank you, though. I appreciate you holding me to the fire. Unfortunately, <laughs> you just burned my feet off. So now I'm going to, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, our discussion topic today is what is truth? Question mark. What is truth? That was Pilate's question. That is the question of postmodernism today, and uh, that is the question of every atheist who refuses to acknowledge their creator and who suffers the consequences of their foolishness. Today, we want to have a conversation about the character of 
God, morality, epistemology, truth, and transgenderism? What? Yeah, Jake's going to get into all that in a second. But first, we have to do what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week. And our verse this week is Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. This passage says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your bur- your vats will be bursting with wine. Again, that's Proverbs 3, verses 9 and 10. Again, as we always say on Friday, this is the end of the week. <laughs> so we talked about this on Monday. We talked about it on Wednesday. So if you missed those two episodes, go back because we did a lot more commentary on those verses there. So check those two episodes out. Um, I'll just touch on this a little bit because we haven't touched on this at all. And it's the last part of this verse. And it's the part of the verse that, you know, all you wine drinkers out there are really going to appreciate, um, including me. Uh, so uh, we've talked about honoring the Lord with your wealth. We've talked about honoring him with your tithe, tithing your time, your services, your job, and your money, and putting his kingdom and the kingdom of God first. We've talked about your barns will be filled with plenty. You'll have wealth. You'll be blessed by God. That's not why we do it. That's also not a guarantee. But we don't say that wealth is evil. And we see here that God does bless people who truly tithe to him. And um, he knows the thoughts and intents of your heart. So he knows whether you are actually tithing what you know you should be tithing to him. But this last part, this last part is, um, it's intriguing. Because it's a blessing from a loving God. It's a blessing from a God who doesn't want you to just live, quote unquote, somber, pietistic, solemn lives. It's a blessing from a God who wants you to have joy, who wants you to feast every once in a while, who wants you to celebrate That's why we have the Lord's day. It's a day of celebration. And so he gives us wine. He gives us the blessings of alcohol. Not so that we can get drunk, but so that we can have a little bit of joy derived from that every once in a while. That's a a blessing from God. When we shun that, we're shunning something that God has given us as a blessing. When we say, well, maybe it's not evil, but it's just not for me. Who are you to to deny a blessing from God? Something that very clearly he says, this is from me for you as a gift. We should accept that gift with graciousness and thank God for giving it to us. So that's all I'll say on that passage. But I just think this is an incredible passage, um, especially since I love wine. So So there's that too. It's Um, certainly very cool and interesting that we have come out with three different topics to talk yeah, about in, from one in verse. just one verse. Yeah. So yep. Bruce and I covered three different uh aspects of this verse. And it, it is really fascinating how just and I'm sure in there's two more. verses you can come out with all this all this uh knowledge. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And that's why all the knowledge, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ. And in the word of God, which we'll be talking about today as well, because I think part of this conversation, we're going to be bringing up a book we read on the show 
quite a few months ago, Always Ready by Greg Bonson. He talks so much about that. And uh, once Jake introduces our topic today, we'll, we'll get into it. So take it away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to start out by saying, I know Bruce brought up, I would be mentioning a story. Um, but in this, this is an episode that is very just like, I'm not going to say impromptu because it wasn't necessarily too quickly planned out in the sense that we have no clue what we're doing for the moment oh no yeah we do know what we're doing but yeah this is one of those topics that it's not just we had a list of topics that we just chose from which a lot of our topic episodes were that but this one is like throughout the week we were just like we've had these certain experiences let's talk about this let's talk about what <laughs> what's going on and something that happened to us or happens yeah to us there we go leave specifically to you <laughs> yeah um and let's just talk about it on the show and and use this to talk about a, a topic um yeah. and in this topic i i personally want to bring up two common misconceptions about morality um i know bruce is focusing on a different aspect but these two i found uh this book is here in case i don't have anything decent to say so mm, mm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I have no yeah. central focus. Go to Greg so. Bonson if you don't have anything. To <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, okay, we're talking about epistemology. Um, I know what book I'm just gonna have in hand, just in case. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I bring this topic up. Um, and now I'm going to talk about the reason and the experience that I had. Um, is with a person in a social media platform. I'm not going to mention names. Not going to mention anything specific. Uh, but. I was talking with a person who turned out to be a transgendered person um, and sadly had a very harrowing experience with it. Sadly, they, they still believe that they were correct in doing what they did um, wow. to which they, and this was in a group of Christians. I, and I personally would say decently good Christians, um, but it's, it was sad, kind of sad to hear all of this, but in, in this group, we have a, a, a channel where we talk about certain theological positions, certain theological questions. And this person happened to bring up a theological question. A and, transgender person. Yes, yes. Hmm. Um, sorry, thank you for making that clear. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I was asking because I was like, oh, is it? Was it there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and it really wasn't a discussion with this person. This person just brought up the question and let everybody fly and really didn't say anything um more to us when we answered um but the question that was asked is very interesting and really makes you think and i want our audience after i ask the question to pause and really think about this what would your answer be and hopefully by the end of this i will give a convincing argument as to why bruce and i answered the way we did now Bruce isn't in it this. It's funny in this... because just totally random. Before you ask the question, <laughs> Jake asked. Jake called me up uh, earlier this week. We talk a lot throughout the week, and so he called me up and he asked this random question. I was like, "Oh, well, this is what I would say." And he's like, "That's exactly what I said too." You know, <laughs> so yeah. it's was, yeah. was funny. And, and to be honest, it it wasn't necessarily word for word, but it was very similar in how we structured uh, the argument as well. <laughs> um, for but why we answered that way yeah the question is and let me actually i have written differently in my notes but let me ask the question the way that the person phrased it um 
And the question is, did God create the standards for morality from morality that already existed? Or did God create morality? So basically what, what the question overall is, did God create morality or was morality already there before the earth was formed and God just pulled from this nebulous void of morality? First, I'd like to discuss the problems and issues you would encounter if you answered yes or no to any of these questions. Uh, so stop, mainly pause yes. it first, and ask yourself, yes. what would you answer? Thank you. What would your answer yeah. be? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll give you a second. Actually, if you pause it, you have this unlimited you, amount of seconds. You've got seconds. You, go through. <laughs> um, you got seconds. You can make your own seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but I want you first go over the first option. And this is whether morality existed before the earth was formed and God just pulled from this nebulous void of morality. I feel like this is the more easy one to spot the real problems with it. So I wanted to start with this one because it would be less of a full-on discussion, just more of a, here, this is what you were already thinking, so here. Um, and the issue with this one is that when claiming this, you were saying that morality is outside of God. You're saying that um, morality already existed along with God. So we're saying that morality existed with God, which is wrong. Morality is does not exist apart from God. Um, so that one is an easy one to spot. But this other one, uh, and, and that is, when I say this other one, I mean, did God create morality? Uh, is also not correct either. Um, and this one was a little bit harder, especially in the in the the social media platform in this Christian group. Some people were struggling with this, and and I un completely understand. When I first looked at this question, I sort of had a way. little bit of a, a little bit of a doubt, and I was like, uh, I think they same. Yeah, like but, uh, I could see why that would be the answer. Yeah, yeah. so it does trip you up, and I, I, I personally like I, I don't want to claim any type of nefariousness on the person who asked the question, but right, I, I think that was kind of the intent, yeah. but I'm not going to say exactly that that's what it was. Yeah, so because, I was, kind of, I mean, ultimately, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, no, um, that's fine. but like you would at that point be saying that. God created morality, which you're still saying, okay, he created morality. Mm -hmm. Let's entertain that thought. Still, it's a separate thing from him, right? Just like the first answer. It's still something he created, right? Mm -hmm. It's a created thing. But also, he, the the positive side is with, with saying that, giving that answer is that you're still acknowledging he controls morality and he dictates morality. So it's a step in the right direction because you're not saying, yeah. well, morality just exists apart from God. Well, now you're saying, okay, he created it, which means he directs it. But also what you're saying is that it can be changed. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is that yeah. God created morality and he can change it now. That's something that's malleable. It's something that can be, ooh, wishy-washy. One day it's one thing and the next day is another, depending on, you know, like, so there's holes with that. That's that's problematic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this question, did God 
create morality. Again, hopefully you can see the problem in this. Um, and by saying yes to this means you are saying, and, and here's another facet as to why this is, I would say, not correct, mm-hmm. is that you are saying that God at a point in time was not moral. Mm. Yeah. So before yep. God created morality, you're saying that God wasn't moral. Right. So obviously, we're not saying that. You can't say that. That is wrong. That is blasphemy to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So in this, again, hopefully I made that clear enough that, and hopefully that makes sense to you. If it doesn't, please contact us, uh, send us an email, ask us questions. We hopefully have shown you in, in the comment section that we, we talk to just about everybody who comments on yeah. our episodes or even sends us emails. We, we um, definitely get back to you. But I want to now give the third answer. Because as I said on the social media platform, I said, the person who asked this question is setting this up as if it's a binary choice. It's not a binary choice. There's not two, and and I say binary choice. It's not just a two either or question. The correct answer is one that's apart from either of these. The correct answer, I would say, and and Bruce, I would say, has the same uh, answer that God is morality. Hmm. Uh, and Bruce, you can flesh this out more, but what I would say is what God says and does is moral. And yep. in my reasoning for this is all throughout the Bible, we are given verses that call God good, just, true, and, and, and several, several more. Yep. Um, these are attributes and names of God. God is good. God is just. God is true. And we, we, we don't think much more of this in the sense of, because someone could say to another person, oh, you know, Johnny is a good person. But that doesn't mean that he is good, that he yeah. is goodness. He's not the source of goodness. Right. He is not God, the definition of yeah. goodness. Yeah. What we're saying is that God is goodness. God right. is he doesn't, good. He doesn't just have wisdom. He doesn't just have justice. He doesn't just possess mercy and love and a just view of the world. He doesn't just possess those things. He is those things. Right? Like, what is love? the definition of those things. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, One thing, uh, Proverbs chapter 8 um, the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Um, and this is talking about wisdom. Uh, when there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. Before he had made the earth with its fields or the first of the dust of the world, when he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limits so that the waters might not transgress his commands, then I was beside him like a master workman. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the children of man. It's been there since the beginning. I mean, that, and that, that's talking about wisdom, right? That's one specific attribute. Yeah. But 
that's a huge part of it. In the beginning it was the word concept. It gives us the the yeah or the rest of them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. In um, the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Yeah. Right. That's the same word that ha that's Christ is talking about, right? As well, but but also that that's talking about justice. That's talking about all of the things that are comprised in the Bible as well. Um, yeah. An another verse that comes to mind is. Um, God says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the light. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of those, specifically, if we're talking about this discussion, I am the truth. Uh, that That's a very good and obvious one right there. Um, but moving on, uh, kind of as in this discussion-esque thing, I know we don't have very much time. Got about five minutes left, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to move this conversation a little bit towards um, talking a little bit more like uh, presuppositional apologetics um, in the sense of, and I, my second common misconception uh, is this, and I will state it as a question or like a truth claim. Um, and it is because God's law is the only way we can find morality, unbelievers cannot be moral. And that's basically, that would be set up as a true or false. Um, and obviously, hopefully, <clears throat> for those people on our show, we'll obviously say, this is not true. That's not true. Mm. Because we see unbelievers living in a moral and good fashion. We, we see unbelievers do good deeds tons of times. Right. But why? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and the reason for this is and hopefully I will give a brief, brief reason for this, and I, I think I want to pass it over to Bruce to give a little bit more. But the reason this is the case is because we are all created in the image of God. Romans one eighteen through nineteen says, "For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them." Uh, the unbeliever lives in contradiction with their beliefs because their worldview cannot account for morality. I, we've shown this several times, and I will hand it over to Bruce for the last three or so minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, we we talked about so much of this when um, we went through Greg, Greg Bonson's book, Always Ready. Um Presuppositional Apologetics Stated and Defended is another book that's just tremendous um, for explaining these sorts of principles. They can be at times mind-boggling just because what you're asking is by nature a philosophical question. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're providing a theological and philosophical answer to that. It's an epistemological, which is the study of knowledge, right? Epistemology is the study of knowledge. What What is knowledge? Where does it come from? Um, how can we have knowledge how is that even possible and we answer that philosophically because god <laughs> sunday school answer yay there we go mm -hmm. um but the one of the most one of the most difficult things is to try and get people to realize that there is no neutrality people people think so often that um there's gray right? That there's an in-between. Hmm. Well, 
my acting this way is is neutral. It's not evil, but it's not good. It can be in between, right? Which you, you is sorry, sorry to interrupt, but you hear no, me so fine. often on movies on things saying this matter is a gray area. Mm-hmm. If you've ever heard of that, um, yeah, basically yeah. what what Bruce is saying. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I and and that's that's. <sighs> The difference between what judges do every day, which is attempt to ascertain whether someone is guilty or innocent, the difference between that and you saying, oh, it's a gray matter, so it's a gray area, so you can do whatever you want. Hmm. There's, a, there's a big difference there, right? One, a judge is acknowledging that, yeah, it's going to take time, but the point is to come to an outcome of right. Yeah. Or wrong. The other is, whatevs. I can live in limbo land and I can do that for as long as I want, right? Without attempting to come to a point at which, and the point is that's impossible for you to live in limbo land because what you're doing is you're deceiving yourself and the truth is not in you. If you have no sin, you deceive yourself. If you say you have no sin, then you deceive yourself and the truth is not in you, right? That's what James tells us. So, they're deceiving themselves. They, in their unrighteousness, are suppressing the truth in unrighteousness, right? So, and that's one of the great things about like Greg Bonson's work, building on Van Til's work, building on a whole bunch of early church fathers. Where are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden? Are they in the world? Are they in our own hearts? Are they hidden somewhere out there for us to find on some enlightened enlightenment path? No. <laughs> They're hidden in Christ. Finding yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So this person who unfortunately, just to bring things around, just to wrap it up, um, unfortunately deceived themselves for a time. Because remember, it's temporary. Whether on this side of hell or the other, um, unfortunately, hopefully it's here before it's too late. But eventually... She's up for, you know, a world of like, yikes, <laughs> that was bad. That was a problem. Um, but they've, she's deceived herself into thinking that she can do whatever she wants. She can live in limbo mm-hmm. land. Now, that's, again, using the judge analogy versus the person who thinks versus the transgender person. The judge is trying to, it's tricky. It's a case. It's study the scriptures, study these things out. Well, what are the facts of the matter? Let's let's take our time with this because, yeah, there's difficult times where it's difficult to come to a point of, is this right or wrong? But what's the goal? We know that there is right and wrong. So we're still working to get to a point where we can say this is right or we can say this is wrong. That's We're still working towards that. We can't just say, well, you do you, man. You do whatever you want. There is no right or wrong. That is um, foolishness. It's insanity. And it couldn't be farther from the truth of the Bible and the truth of God's character, as I hope that we've pointed out throughout this episode. Yeah, hopefully in in full wrap-up. I know Bruce gave a wrap-up as a... I don't want to say defense, but... Um, as kind of as to why we talk about this, why why I specifically wanted to talk about 
why we should discuss how we answer these types of questions is because when we are talking with unbelievers and atheists or yeah, unbelievers, just leave it at that, Jacob. Okay. Um, <laughs> we are, we are giving an answer for the faith that lies within us. Mm. And we have to make sure that we are giving a correct answer that this is, yeah. this is important that we give a correct answer. And, and so the reason I go over this is because we should be leery of when they ask questions of when an unbeliever asks a question, we have to study and make sure that our answer is going to be true and it doesn't have loopholes. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they bring and up And it aligns with scripture. Yeah. yeah oh, yep. For sure. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so the reason I bring this up, uh, not to attack anybody specifically, but I, I, I do think we need to discuss how we answer stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was funny. Earlier in the week, Jake brought this up and he was like, hey, we should talk about this on the show. And I'm like, really? Do you think you think we could like with that? And he's like, no, no, we really should do it. So I'm like, all right, I'll give it some thought. Let's discuss it. But at the end of the week, I hadn't come up with anything else. So I was like, all right, what you got, Jake? <laughs> so we chatted about it and he had all this stuff laid out. And I was like, wow, OK, this will be exciting. Let's do it. So so he convinced me and I think he did a marvelous job presenting that so round of applause to you sir that was great <laughs> um yeah so i think this was definitely a good conversation to have because it goes so much deeper than just the transgendered issue mm -hmm. that's one issue yeah. that's one that's plaguing our modern society today but it it plagued societies and date in ages past we came out of it now we're going back to it right we're in that cycle unfortunately and we'll leave this in a few generations as well. This folly, this sin will be left to rot in a hole until the next generation, a couple of years down the road, picks it up again. Um, but what is permanent is the word of God. And that's what we need to study. That's what we need to argue with using, right? Using the word of God to argue against and stand against and fight against the gates of hell. Not waiting till the gates of hell get to us because that's not impossible. That's, or that's impossible. That's not what gates do, <laughs> right? Gates don't move. People do. We are attacking the gates of hell. We are on the offensive. We're not waiting for the latest cultural demise to shock us and like, oh, no, we need to react to this. No, 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 no. We should be the ones attacking them. No, that doesn't mean with swords and guns. And not exactly. Exactly. And it's not in the ways that you think. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, right? But against evil. Power. It's against powers, yeah. principalities, all of those things, right? But we need to know the word of God in order to fight them. Because it's, it is a spiritual battle with very physical and real ramifications. Both ways. And with that, Jake, thanks so much for the topic and uh, for your breakdown of that. That was awesome. Thank you in the audience so much for watching or listening to us today. TRDshow.net is the show website. Send us an email, trdshow at protonmail.com. We're looking forward to seeing you on Monday. And remember, everyone, have a great weekend. Have a great Lord's Day. And in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord.